This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with non-toxic medical-grade ingredients. Active Skin Repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing of a wound. Just a quick spray or dab can help with a wide range of issues ranging from cuts, scrapes, sunburns, rashes, including stubborn diaper rashes. I discovered Active Skin Repair Baby when my daughter had wicked diaper rashes and it's now part of our diaper rash routine. Apply and then use your balm or ointment of choice. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews, you now have one simple solution for all your family's skin health needs. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your first order by using code PEDSDOC. That's 20% off your order by using code P-E-D-S-D-O-C. Welcome, friends, wherever in this beautiful world you're joining me from. I am so excited to end 2021 with my last episode of the year with a new series I'm starting to go into 2022. I'm starting a series about finding joy as mothers, as parents. I think mothers will definitely resonate with me, but I think fathers will too, or any caregiver. This series was inspired by questions I get asked on my Instagram page, Pete's Doc Talk. How do you do this? How do you stay relaxed? How do you do this? The truth is I am learning also. And my goal is to share the ups and downs of motherhood, working mom life, being an entrepreneur, which is Pete's Doc Talk, and motivation to help you find some light when you need it. Think of this like listening to a friend on your walk or on your drive to help you find some joy when you need it the most. And like I said, I don't have it all figured out. I just like to share my experiences. My life goes through ups and downs, and sometimes it's a hot freaking mess where I ask myself, WTF? But I do feel like I can share some of the things that I've gone through, some of the ways that I reframe. And just really have you all feel like you're in good company, feeling motivated and empowered. I really can't believe 2021 is almost over. I mean, seriously, can you can you believe this? I mean, we have been in this pandemic for almost two years. My son, Ryan, is almost two years old, probably two years old when you're listening to this episode. I just cannot believe that we are here. One of the biggest decisions I made at the end of 2020 was going part-time at the beginning of this year. And it was actually one of the most difficult decisions I had to make, one that I did not anticipate being so hard. I have been working full-time in clinical medicine for five years at that time, in 2020. And going part-time wasn't in my thought process. You know, we had medical school loans, both me and my husband. Ryan was still young. And we needed to build our life financially, but I was also building Pete's Doc Talk, and I had some dreams for Pete's Doc Talk, and I wanted more time for that passion and also for my son Ryan. Working full time wasn't allowing me to do that, and most importantly, I was burning out at my job. 
you know, I work for corporate medicine. And if you're not familiar with that, I'll do another episode talking about the ups and downs of modern pediatric medicine. But I was seeing 35 to 40 patients a day, four days a week, sometimes having to do evening hours once a week or twice a week, Saturday mornings, sometimes Sundays, rounding at the hospital. I mean, I was just feeling like I was constantly working. I felt like a hamster on a wheel, always going, always doing something for work. I was honestly miserable and I was coming home cranky and upset mostly every day. And it was conversations with my husband where I just felt like this wasn't me. This isn't the person I wanted to be for the rest of my life. And at the same time, I had Pete's dog talk that was giving me so much joy because it allows me time because I can create actual podcast episodes and YouTubes and really informational content where I didn't feel the pressure of having to go to the next patient and go to the next patient. So I was going to work where I felt burnt out and I just felt like, wow, is this real life right here? And then I would think about Pete's Doc Talk and I'm like, I can have that. This is what I can do. I can create this platform, but I don't have enough time to do it because I was working full time and I was a mother and I wanted that balance. I wanted to still see patients in person. I wanted Pete's Doc Talk to be a reality. And I wanted more time emotionally to be with Ryan. When you're just so burnt out by a job, you come home and you're cranky, right? To say lack of a better word, you're kind of a bitch. Like you just really feel like exhausted and tired. And I was burnt out. I just felt like I didn't have any more energy to give anybody else at home, let alone myself. And I've talked about this so many times, how important it is to have energy left for yourself. That is the most important thing we need for us. And I didn't even have time for that, let alone anybody else. So I had a few options, you know, things weren't changing at work. This is just the nature of medicine, especially in a pandemic. We had to do, do, do and do and go. So I could either stay at my job and suck it up. I could quit or I thought about, okay, part time would give me that balance where I can still work clinically, but I'm not there all the time. And maybe by not being there all the time and more hours, I could balance out that joy and work on some passions, be with my family and still work clinically. Quitting 100% wasn't an option for me because one, we had medical school loans, two, we needed my income, three, we needed my health insurance. And so I think this is a really important thing to hear because oftentimes people will say, well, if you're miserable, why don't you just quit? And honestly, I hate that advice because it's not always that easy for everyone. And maybe if you're listening to this, you are also in that same boat that you don't love your clinical job or corporate job or wherever you're at, but you need it for financial security or for health insurance or whatever reason. So I don't want to tell you, hey, just quit your job because we often need the income or we need that security for our expenses and quitting isn't an option. So we went back and forth deciding whether I should quit, go part-time, and we ultimately decided to look at part-time. But why was this decision so hard? And I am doing this podcast recording because I felt like a lot of people have asked me, you know, what made you make that decision? Because you all may be struggling with that too. Maybe you want to go part-time. Maybe you want to quit. Maybe you want to go back in the workforce. It's so hard to make these decisions sometimes. One of the biggest difficulties I had was I was taking a leap and going part-time to focus on Pete's Doc Talk and build that. But what if it failed? What if the reason I went part-time didn't work out? What would I have to show for myself? And 
that mentality is so ingrained in us. And I think if you are a high achieving, you know, highly educated person that went through graduate school and did all these big things in terms of um, working forever and doing school forever, you have this mentality perhaps, but I hated that mentality. What if I worked on it and it didn't succeed? I still would have corporate medicine or I would still have a job. I would just have to reapply, but it's okay to fail. It's okay if it doesn't succeed. But that, the fact that it was my first go-to that, oh, well, what if this fails? I was negative self-talking myself. I also kept asking myself, well, how can I go part-time? I just graduated five years ago at the time that I decided, shouldn't I be working? I mean, Ryan is, you know, young, like I get it. I could go part-time, but is this something I need to do? I also felt guilty about my patients. My patients are used to seeing me, you know, have access to me four days a week, but going part-time means that I would be available one to two days a week. Peers told me that I wouldn't have patients come to me. They said that, are you sure you're going to lose your patient load? And talk about guilt. And this was from fellow women, mothers, people who've been through that. And it hurt a little bit, but the guilt was overwhelming. I kept asking myself, well, is this something that's going to be useful? And will I have patients? Side note, I do. I have a lot of patients. And then lastly, I'm doing this for Pete's Doc Talk and Ryan, but I feel kind of bad that I'm really doing this because I would like to build a passion of mine, which is Pete's Doc Talk. So then I started feeling bad and mommy guilt that maybe, why am I not focusing more on my son? But the reality is it was twofold. It was the fact that if I get to focus on my passion more, I'm more available mentally for my son, Ryan. I'm more available to him rather than being burnt out full time at a corporate medicine job that wasn't feeding my soul. So it was in turn beneficial for him. And 2021 went to show that. So I worked really hard on Pete's Doc Talk or PDT while working full time. I worked on content and podcasting after Ryan went to bed or napped to help build this into something that could potentially give me some sort of security or financial income and help supplement the losses of going part-time. 2022 gave me some amazing opportunities, not nearly enough to supplement my income, but I took it as a leap and as a message that you know what? I trust myself. I trust my ability to educate and to work with brands. And I'm going to give myself a shot and go part-time. At the time I decided to go part-time, this was in fall of 2020. I had nothing lined up for 2021. I was planning on maybe doing a YouTube channel. I still had my podcast. I wasn't making any money on my podcast. Literally going part-time was a big financial risk for my family, but we said, let's do it. You know, it's not worth my unhappiness to be completely full-time and not work on something that was my passion. We said, let's try it for 2021 and see where it goes. Part-time just never really crossed my mind because our practice didn't provide health insurance. And my husband, he's an independent contractor, which means that although he's an ER physician, he gets paid through a private entity, which basically means that he does not get benefits. No 401k, none of that, no health insurance. So we knew that going in. So it means that we rely on my health insurance. And after Ryan's health issues, which with his stroke, with um, seizures, and then with my fertility struggles, we definitely needed health insurance. 
I have the perfect gift for Father's Day, Melon Premium Headwear. These are the best hats and worth every penny. Check all their five-star reviews if you don't believe me. Without a doubt, the most durable and comfy hats you can find. My husband is hat obsessed, but he's been wearing the same old beat-up hat that was losing its spark in heat and sweat. We got some melon headwear and now he just can't get enough. Melon hats are built to last five times longer than any other hat. And my favorite part, no more gross hat smell. With natural antimicrobial properties, sweat doesn't break down the hat. No sweat stains and no smell. And if you need to wash it, they come right back to life and look brand new. They offer three different size options to fit everyone's head. Our favorite is the legend hat. My husband wore it to an outdoor party and he got tons of compliments. Use code PEDSTOCK at checkout for 30% off your order. If you're trying to figure out a Father's Day gift, trust me, this is exactly what they want. Go to melin.com and use code PEDSTOCK at checkout for 30% off. Melon rarely offers discounts, so don't miss this opportunity. I don't know about you, but warmer, sunnier days mean more time outside, more activities with the family, and less time to think about what to eat. Fuel up for the summer with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, dietitian approved, and is easy to warm up. I dream of their spicy jalapeno lime cheddar chicken daily. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Factor meals feel like a treat when I'm in mom boss mode, working from home, or taking care of the kids with the restaurant-style meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash peedsdoctalk50 and use code peedsdoctalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code peedsdoctalk50 at factormeals.com slash peedsdoctalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Becoming a new mom does not come with a manual, but I'm trying to get as close to it as possible. Are you expecting a baby or know somebody who is? Make sure to grab my first year course, The New Mom Survival Guide. The on-demand course contains modules covering parenting in the first year, newborn feeding like breast and formula feeding, newborn sleep and infant sleep, introduction of solids, safety, baby care how-tos, developmental milestones, teething, and so much more. With videos and printables, you will feel supported through the first year. The course also has a roadmap that takes you through what to expect visit by visit so you can feel more confident and calm in the choices that you make and the stages that you'll go through during your baby's first year. By purchasing, you also get access to our Facebook community to troubleshoot issues or concerns. It also makes a great gift that can support a new mom through her motherhood journey. Check out the New Mom Survival Guide by visiting pedsdoctalk.com and searching our popular courses. So our practice ended up changing the benefits model, offering health insurance with a premium that we have to pay to part-timers. So I took this as a message that, hey, if this is being offered, I need to possibly look into this to go part-time. Had they never offered this, I don't know if I would have ever gone part-time because it was a huge stressor for us because we still had some loans. So to have less income and have to now pay for insurance out of pocket on the marketplace or with a private company was very stressful for us financially. So we decided, you know, now that they're offering it, even though it's a higher premium, so more money comes out of the front from our paycheck, at least it's something that will give us some security having health insurance. It really came down to joy. Making this decision comes down to finding joy. 
I'm a big believer that we are most happy in our roles as moms if our other identities can feel fulfilled. If we can find balance in all the things we want to accomplish. And for me, it was not being burnt out at a job in overdrive. Having time to work on Pete's dog talk was what was going to give me some joy. I got to be creative. I got to be excited about working with new brands or getting this new opportunity that I never had the opportunity to have when I was working corporate medicine. And it meant being more mentally present for Ryan and mentally pleasant for him. Meaning that because I was able to put my awake energy and my time into passion projects, into the YouTube channel, into the podcast, which brings me a lot of joy, I felt happier. And with that, I was able to be more present and pleasant for him. Overcoming this guilt has been hard, and that guilt has largely been work-driven. Patients who have asked me, you know, why I don't work full-time or why I'm not available more, how come it's so hard to get in contact with me? And although this is tough, I have to look out for my mental health, burnout, and my dreams for my family and for myself. So yes, it means that I am there two days less a week. Yes, it means that I can't always answer phone calls every day of the week. But it also means that when I am there, I'm way more available. Burnout is a hard thing. When you're burnt out, you lose desire to want to be at work. You lose compassion. And by allowing this balance of being able to focus on my dreams, I feel like I've been a more present and open pediatrician. As women, we're givers. As mothers, we are givers. And as a healthcare professional, we are constantly giving giving in terms of looking out for others' needs. What do people want? What do they need at this moment? And honestly, I needed to do something for me. I needed to focus on something that brought me joy. And I know what you're thinking, well, isn't educating other people, helping other people, isn't that giving? But there's something about creating. There's something about creating reels and creating posts and having to figure out all of that design, you know, all that stuff for YouTube and podcasts that gave me a lot of joy because it's different. It was like a passion project for something that I was never used to doing. And it was so great for me for 2021. Going part-time was the best decision I ever made in 2021 in terms of my work-life balance. The time I've opened up has allowed me to say yes to more opportunities, which in turn has snowballed into even more opportunities with Pete's Doc Talk, things that I never even imagined. And it happened because I took a risk. I took a risk in 2020, trusting myself and saying, I can do this. I have faith in myself and my abilities and my way that I educate that in 2021, I will get opportunities that will never have happened before. I've been able to start a YouTube and a course this year, which was my dream. And honestly, when I created a vision board at the end of 2020, I had no vision to start a course in 2021. I thought that was going to be in the way future, but it happened. And it happened because I was able to build the podcast, build YouTube and build this Instagram community, Pete's Doc Talk. These decisions are hard as working moms, but I do believe the following to be true. We can't forget our passions and our other identities. Sometimes they need to take a backseat while we focus on other priorities. So for example, maybe you are a mom and you have to focus on something going on with your child that's in the forefront, sleep issues, behavioral issues. So maybe you'll have to take a backseat with friendships or for relationships with your partner, but you have to recognize that those relationships are also important. Those identities are also important, but don't ever forget about the parts that made you who you are when that 
role that is needing you at that moment is in the forefront. For me, these roles were mom, pediatrician, wife, family member, relative, however you want to call it, and now entrepreneur for Pete's Dog Talk. I had to understand that I can't be amazing at all things at all given moments, but I had to understand how are all those identities going to work together? When am I going to prioritize one over the other? Being a mom is always going to be a priority to me. Whenever I do to-do lists, Ryan's stuff always takes precedent, even over my husband's relationship with me and even over my own stuff. And it's because I am a mother. I have to do that stuff for him because he can't do it for himself. But then I also look, what can I outsource? What can my partner do for me? If he's not available, do I want to hire someone? If I don't have hired help, how can I take the workload off my plate? But it's important to recognize these other identities so you don't lose yourself in this process. Number two, take the leap if you're unhappy, especially if you're unhappy with work. I want you to make a change. I don't want you to feel that this has to be your life. I remember when I was so burnt out, I went into work and I just would stare and I would tell myself, is this real life? Is this going to be my forever? And how terrible to feel that way at a job where you spent years going through um, education and schooling. I mean, that felt terrible. So take the leap if you're unhappy, but it does mean having to talk to your partner or looking at your own finances to figure out if this is an option. Sometimes even just cutting back hours is the answer. So rather than being full-time, going to point eight, you know, sometimes that is the way that you can find joy because you have a little more time for those extra things, whether it's sitting on the couch, whether it's pursuing a passion, whatever it is, even if you go part-time, you don't have to have a reason to go part-time. You don't have to. I just want you to have time to fill your pot with something that makes you feel happy. Nothing is worth being unhappy for. So it's important to find a way to bring that joy back. Number three, you can always go back to the workforce, whether you go part-time or end up quitting your job. Remember, jobs will always be there in this climate. Yes, you may have to reapply, but you will always find a job, especially if you've gone through major education. But even so, there are always going to be jobs. I think our fear holds us back, but you will always have opportunities. And sometimes taking a risk and taking a chance on yourself will open up even more opportunities that you didn't know was possible. Number four, happiness should be a measure of success also. I was scared to go part-time because I really felt, well, what will I have to show for this? What if PDT doesn't succeed? How am I going to contribute to my family, you know, if I don't have an income? Well, here's the thing. If I went part-time and even if PDT didn't succeed, I would be happier because I wouldn't be working all the time. I'd have more time for Ryan. I would have more time for myself. I'd be able to go to the gym and work out. So isn't happiness something to celebrate? Sometimes I feel like we have to show something tangible, like money, becoming a homemaker. Well, what did you do all day? I hate that question. Stay-at-home moms get that. Women who are part-time who get get that. And also women who are full-time. Well, what did you do all day? What do you mean, what did I do all day? I mean, I'm working, I'm resting, let me just be. But what if cutting back just makes you happy? That should be worth it in itself. The reasons we change our work-life balance and cutting back from work can be filled with so much guilt. Maybe we have a reason to build something else, or maybe it's just to have more alone time, time at home, or time with your significant other or your child. You don't owe anybody an explanation on what you're doing with your time. As long as you're filling your cup with joy, 
and having a conversation with your partner about finances, because I know how important that is to so many families. That is the most important thing. Number five, trust yourself. If you are going part-time or quitting because you don't love your job or you're trying to pursue a passion project, really believe in yourself. Trust what you can bring to the table. If you trust yourself and believe in yourself, anything is possible. And it makes me very emotional because I didn't trust myself. I told myself that this is going to fail. I had the negative self-talk. I had all of it. And I had to snap myself into it and say, what do you have to lose here? You are going to build something and you are going to work hard. And I trusted my work ethic and I trusted my expertise and I trusted who I am as a person. And I took a bet on myself and it was the biggest bet I ever took in terms of work-life balance. And it has paid off for my happiness and also financially. Part-time has changed my life. It has allowed me to still clinically see patients, spend my weekends being more present with Ryan, and work on something so near and dear to me, which is Pete's Dog Talk. I call Pete's Dog Talk my other baby. I can't thank you enough for listening to my podcast, watching my YouTubes, engaging with my posts, all of that, because this is very important to me. This brings me joy to educate other people and empower mothers, especially through this podcast and this new series. It brings me light and it gives me that fire that I lost working full time in corporate medicine. PDT has grown so much thanks to me allowing time for it. It has been a dream created in 2021 and I can't wait to see where it goes next year. I really encourage you that if you have a dream, I want you to figure out ways and take steps to find a way to reach that goal. How can you, in 2022, work in months to reach that goal, to maybe go part-time, quit your job, find joy to balance that work life? I know you can do it. It takes some planning, it takes some financial planning, and it takes a lot of faith in yourself. And I know by listening to this podcast and this series, Finding Joy, you will reach that potential and understand that you are capable of finding joy yourself. Thank you for joining me for this episode. If you love this new series, Finding Joy, definitely leave a review, share this episode on your social media channels by screenshotting the podcast and linking it. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next time for Finding Joy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.